Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 395. This time I have quite a bit to say about Starfield. I think I've played about 25 to 30 hours, according to the in-game reference of how long I've played. And hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So I would say that Starfield is very awesome, but it is definitely a role-playing game. I am pretty good at shooters, but my character has low shooting skills, and so I often find it easier just to run up to the enemies and be kind of point-blank so I don't miss. But my character is slowly getting better as I increase their skills, and so that is getting more into my uh, regular shooter style. Speaking of that, I really like what they have done with the skills. There are, I believe, five categories of skills, and when you get a skill point, you can unlock any skill that you have unlocked the tier for. So right when you start the game, you've only got that first row in each category available. But once you assign a skill point, and each skill has four levels, if you want to get the next level of that skill, once you unlock the point, you have to then do a series of challenges. Like the first one for hit points is you get 10% more hit points. And then you get the challenge of heal something like 50 damage to unlock the second level of that skill. However, you still have to spend a skill point once it's unlocked. And then say you did unlock rank 2 of that. It's, I think, 20% health increase. And then you have to heal 500 more health to unlock the third rank. So you can unlock the base version of any skill pretty much for free because there's no uh, challenge other than unlocking its tier to access the first point. But then you basically have to keep using the skill to increase it further, which is actually a pretty cool design. I've heard there's no level cap, so you could eventually just unlock everything in theory. But with several skills per rank, and then five categories, and multiple skills, and multiple tiers per category. That's probably around a minimum of 250 skill points to unlock everything. I don't think I've heard an official number, but it would be probably uh, much, much more than the average person plays to unlock everything. I haven't gotten far enough to know what exactly is or is not random. I had heard that anywhere with three dots on it or a specific... Uh, Quest location is going to be the handcrafted stuff as opposed to the completely random stuff. I could be wrong, but pretty much it seems anything that is connected to a quest is going to be a handcrafted area, but there might be random stuff around that. Or when you go to the system, if you haven't been there before, you have to go into orbit. And in orbit, any number of random things could happen as well. So it does seem pretty cool with lots of random stuff and lots of uh, handcrafted stuff specifically for, you know, you're doing X quest. 
It does seem like the game is very open-ended as well. Right when I started my game, I went somewhere for uh, some specific quest, I forget what, but then I just grabbed some random missions off of the mission board, which I think those are always going to be randomized. But they took me to somewhere where I had wound up being level 5 at that point, but there were space pirates coming in that were as high as level 14, and I was like, this is not right, I need to get out of here, because I kept getting completely wrecked, and so I just got a save point that was in a safe area, and then hit my boosters and got out of uh, that system back to some other quests I knew were from, you know, sort of the main quest lines, and then I was fine again. It does note uh, on the system what level it is, although there's a pretty big range of uh, what you can fight. I think right now I'm in my very early 20s, and I'm killing space bad guys or, uh, you know, pirate bad guys on the ground as high as, I think, level 28, uh, maybe even 30. So the range you can fight is quite varied. So, you know, if you're like level 10, you're not, you know, limited to only being able to beat other level 10 things. There is quite a range depending on your skill and tactics. There is also quite a bit of different gravity. I would say, though, you could probably categorize it in average gravity, light gravity, and then very light gravity. I haven't seen any heavier gravity yet. I wouldn't be surprised if it was out there. But the lighter gravity areas can be pretty fun. In one combat I was in, I was throwing some mines like frisbees, so that was pretty hilarious. But I did have to be very careful in that fight because you have a booster pack, and if I just did the very slightest boosts I would fly pretty much 30 feet up in the air and then and then I'd be very easily hit you know by enemies and such so definitely the different gravities can change your tactics and how you approach the battlefield and the uh, current situation at hand. Graphics do look both very good and kind of dated at the same time. Some parts of some cities aren't very detailed which unfortunately New Atlantis, where a lot of your starting stuff takes place, is one of those areas that look just kind of bland and outdated. If you move on to the Freestar Collective areas, there's sort of an Old West vibe, and they look a lot more interesting in terms of textures. So depending on the area, it can look uh, quite dated, as if it released maybe 10 years ago, whereas other areas look you know, very modern in terms of computer graphics and look just fine. With my RTX 3060, with the laptop 6 gig uh, of video RAM, I did notice that on my low to medium settings, I was pulling an average of 40 to 70 FPS in New Atlantis. So it did vary quite a bit, but it seemed, you know, very playable for the settings I'm running at. In my 20 to 30 hours of play, I've probably only seen one or two times ever where the area was just so oversaturated by bad guys and what was going on that I saw, you know, visible slowdown. Other than that, it kind of seems about, you know, the same range and very playable overall, especially since it's, you know, a role-playing game. It's not like a full-on shooter. There is, you know, shooting and high-action scenes, but it's not like Destiny where it's, you know, where you're aiming is exactly where you're going to hit and it's very precise. You know, it's like, I aim at his head, and I'll probably hit his head, you know, depending on what weapon I'm using. But it's not super exact, so you don't need 
you know, super high frame rates. I am still pretty much in the early parts of the game, so I haven't done too much shipbuilding, and I did sort of just the briefest uh, little bit of base building, but I kind of noped out of that pretty quickly because it was kind of complicated and not something I would be into. But I would say be careful and uh, don't be like me and pick up a bunch of stuff because I figured every time I saw a resource, you know, I'm used to Bethesda games where you need resources for everything. But it seems like pretty much most of the resources are for base building stuff. So if you're going to get into base building, you'll need the resources and then you build bigger base parts and then you need more resources. But if you're just mostly like me flying around space, uh, getting in space fights, getting in ground fights, doing, you know, quests, talking to people. You probably don't really need to pick up uh, a bunch of resources. You certainly don't need to go out of your way and be like running around a planet and picking up everything. Because I had gotten up to a thousand weight of uh, resources, which is way, 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 way too much. Your character, I think, base amount they can carry is 135, and pretty much just your basic equipment. And a couple of weapons is probably going to take up about 50 of that. And then your ship starts with only 200 cargo space. So as you can see, you're going to fill up really quickly. One thing I do love about the game is no matter how heavy you are, you can still keep moving. I actually had uh, a thousand weight on me as I carried it from my ship to the lodge, which has a limitless storage that you can just put everything in. And you just run out of oxygen and get CO2 buildup, so you do eventually have to stop. But it's not like, you know, previous Bethesda games like Fallout where you get overloaded. And if you're one pound over that, you know, maximum limit, you just can't move at all. You know, you can still move. You'll have to stop, and then you move, and then you stop, and then you move. But you can carry, you know, as much as you want in theory. But I really don't recommend it because all of that stopping uh, really slows the game down. I would, in fact, say only pick up what you know you 100% absolutely need. Like if you're building a specific thing or researching a specific thing, you know, make note of what you need and just go get that. My only really gripes are that companions are as dumb as ever. They will still get in your line of fire. They will still throw a grenade into a wall that's right, you know, between you and the enemy and, you know, blow you guys up. And they will just kind of mill around and generally be in your way if you're in a tight corridor and you're changing directions. So that doesn't seem uh, very improved. Unfortunately, I guess it's a standard Bethesda operational procedure there. My other big gripe is that they still do sort of that standard one-on-one -on -one view, you know, straight on to the character when you're talking to somebody and the character just stands there and basically doesn't move. I mean, I didn't expect, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 level of, you know, fully motion-captured perfection, but, you know, Bethesda is doing everybody voice-acted in Starfield, and so there are just so many people you can talk to, and even the background NPCs are having conversations and talking, even though you can't talk to them, really, you know, they still have their own little conversations going on, so it is definitely a quantity over quality uh, in that regard, I think. But I really, really wish they would get away from the one-on-one -on -one camera because it's really disturbing to be in a conversation with an NPC and I have a companion there and then the companion will 
face me, and so I'm looking at my companion, but they're actually talking to the NPC. It just it doesn't make sense in you know 2023. And my last gripe is that there's really not any kind of indication when you or your ship is low hit points. It's like you can die and be like, wait, what happened? In the ship, I would say, you know, by the time your shields run out, in that space of my shields have run out to death, can be as quick as about three seconds if you don't know what's coming. So you really have to pay attention and watch because there really is no audio or visual indicator that you're low or, you know, out at all. There is, you know, a shield indicator and a hull indicator in the bottom right corner. So, you know, you just got to look over there. But it just doesn't make sense to me that there's no, you know, visual indicator in sort of the screen that your shields have dropped and you're taking hull damage. And on your person, there's no sort of indicator you're low HP at all, except, you know, again, you got to look down at the bar, which makes no sense at all since there is a pulsing, you know, red on your screen and panting and <laughs> when you're running out of oxygen and building up CO2. So why isn't there some kind of, you know, screen flash or red or something to indicate, you know, you're almost dead? I, I don't understand it. Even with all of its faults, if you like role-playing games, I would recommend it. Though it would be very tough to play and avoid combat uh, ground or space entirely. I know some people are doing some I'm not fighting playthroughs, but you know, good luck with that. It's very difficult. I would say if you aren't too terrible, you know, you could probably turn it down to an easier setting and then that would be fine. But if you are somebody who really just doesn't enjoy them or is not good at them at all, you might want to be cautious with the purchase. Although I would say if you are somebody uh, who doesn't like you know, first or third person games, you know, depending on uh, what the game is. This does have both first and third person view. It's only a few uh, options. I think there's first person and then third person up close and third person a little bit further. But, you know, the option is there. So if you tend to avoid specific games because of you know, the camera being locked, uh, the camera is not locked, uh, neither in person mode or in spaceship mode. You can you know, set it for each way for each one. But I enjoy it uh, quite a bit. It is basically about four different games in one. Like I said, I'll probably just wind up avoiding the base building aspect. I didn't like it in Fallout, and I don't really see that changing for this one. And I don't think it's necessary, so that's um, pretty easily skipped for me. But I don't see that you could skip uh, all of the ground combat or space combat, like I said. Um, so... You know, there's different kinds of games. You're sometimes, you know, in a city talking to people, solving a mystery, or, you know, flying around the galaxy, following up on leads for various things. So there's a lot going on. It's a bit more casual. It's not uh, super fast-paced. You know, it's role-playing, so it's a bit slower-paced. And it's got, you know, those different aspects to it. And I like it quite a bit.
So that's really it uh, for this podcast. There isn't really any news on uh, my eye is getting better. I did go to the emergency room to get that checked out, though, to get the first step because the person told me uh, if I did that, they would be able to like give me a rush appointment and then you know get me seen in a week or two. But I guess that is not the case because the person I spoke to today said, you know, the soonest I could see anybody is three months from now in mid-December. So that is uh, pretty much, again, on hold for quite a while. So there won't be any news on that. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get any worse. It really hasn't been, you know, bad. It's just mostly everything I'm looking at is kind of blurry, which is really annoying. But I guess maybe, uh, hopefully, you know, in a few months I can uh, get that looked at. I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time in three weeks. I don't think there's anything else <laughs> coming out soon. I think the next thing for me would be Destiny 2's next expansion in, like, February. So I don't know. Um, I'll see uh, what I can find. And hopefully, I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks. Bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons attribution non-derivatives license 2023.